and we are live once again it is the field of 68 uh podcast my name is rob doster i'm joined by the one and only jeffrey goodman here and uh jeff it's it's been a little bit of a slow news day in the basketball world not a lot going on not any big stories not any big conspiracy theories uh just like a nice normal june spring day how are you doing my man yeah, like I haven't showered, I haven't shaved. I like I've got I've got my 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 pizza in front of me that's ice cold now. <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah, you go from Celtics and the obviously Danny Ainge part of it wasn't uh crazy, but uh the Brad Stevens going to the front office was was pretty nuts. And then as that's happening, uh I'm I'm working the the coach K story uh and trying to figure out what's going on there and I texted you about what an hour ago. Some, something yep. like that. Um, yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, is it a surprise? He's 74 years old. So it's not a shock, obviously, that, that Coach K is stepping down. I think the bigger surprise, Rob, is that he's not doing it like Roy Williams did it. Right? Roy just did it kind of abruptly. Coach K's got a little bit of a plan here and, and saying, hey, in a year, I'm going to step down. And I'm going to help with the transition and help John Shire, who is likely going to be the head coach, as long as it's rubber stamped, which it's supposed to be at about 3.30 this afternoon. I'm going to help John Shire make that kind of transition. And and then I'm going to step away. And one of the big reasons why Coach K, other than his age, is deciding is the same reasons that Roy Williams is going and the same reasons that Jim Beheim's probably going to go soon is name image likeness, the transfer portal, all the stuff that is changing college basketball right now. I, I think it's said to these guys who are getting older anyway, you know what? And the pandemic, I'm sure the pandemic was part of it too. They got to kind of stay home. And remember, Coach K was very, very cautious with the mm-hmm. pandemic. He was like the last head coach to come in um, with his team last August. Didn't bring in the kids till like August 8th or 9th, somewhere around there. So I, I think, again, this is something that a lot of people thought might happen, but it's almost like a Gene Cady, Matt Painter type plan here. Yeah. And, and you know, one of the things that you kept hearing um, about this during the, uh, the during the pandemic and during the season is that um, this is it's just something that kind of wore on him. Right. Like when you. When you go through a situation like this, when you go through something that that the entire world went through when it comes to, to, to the COVID-19 era, uh, you kind of realize that there are things that are more important than maybe just doing your job or the things that are more important than um, continuing to coach basketball at 75. I think you kind of get to a point where you say, all right, look, I've made enough money. I've built my legacy. Everyone's going to know who I am. I've got this program in a place where uh, the person that's going to be taken over is going to be able to have some success. Like, why don't I just go and enjoy the rest of my life in a stress-free environment where I can sit on a beach and I can play golf and, and I can do whatever I need to do um, to kind of uh, to relax and not have to worry about the stress of being a college basketball coach. So um, I, I, it's not to me, it's not all that surprising that this uh, that this happened. And um I mean, it was it was something that was kind of rumored and bandied about for a while. So, uh, Jeffrey, we we got a special guest coming in here right now. Oh right boy! Oh, a dookie through and through here. Oh, what's up? What's up? Are you are you going to cry on this pot, Andre Dawkins? No, you're not. No tears. No. You promise? No, no tears. I promise. All right. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's kind of like I don't know for for you who played with John Shire. This is kind of 
bittersweet for you, right? Like Coach K, he was going to go at some point soon anyway. Yeah. Yeah I, was, yeah, I was just texting um, with a friend about that. It's like you, you knew it wasn't, you know, it wasn't going to go on forever. But, you know, it's still shocking, uh, you know, to hear the news. So um, it is sad. But, yeah, like you said, um, you know, if it if it <clears throat> if it's confirmed that it's John, then, yeah, that's that's. It's That's amazing. It's likely, very, very likely. You know, yeah. I think it's more of a formality than anything. At three thirty, they're having a uh, a meeting with probably um, you know the higher ups at Duke, mm -hmm. uh, just to kind of probably rubber stamp it. But you can bet, like, if K wants it, who's standing in the way? Yeah, nobody. Yeah, not some uh, new AD. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, it's crazy. It's big, big time like regime change at Duke. Yeah. You got uh, Doctor White retiring. You got Coach retiring. Um, I'm sure. Coach Cut doesn't have a, a ton of years left, so um, a lot of changes coming. Yeah, Dre, I, I'm curious. You you know John well. You played with him. Um, you've been in locker rooms with him. Uh, what, how do you how how does he fit as the head coach at a program um, that is as uh, as big as as big of a brand as Duke is? You know, I I know him a little bit. I don't know him as well as you. And and he's one of these guys. That just seems like he's. Uh, I don't. I, I've never heard anyone say a bad thing about John Shire. We talked about this other than Maryland fans. I think they're the only people on the planet <laughs> that don't like John. So how do you think he fits uh, running a program and running a brand as big as Duke basketball is? Well, you must not have listened to the Gerald Henderson pod because he had a lot of <laughs> bad things to say about John. No. Um, yeah, John's John's awesome, man. Um, you know, only got to spend the one year with him. Um, but, you know, those guys, those seniors were on a mission that year and um, – you know, couldn't have asked for better seniors to 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 have my freshman year. And um, it was kind of crazy because he, um, you know, I, I had a fifth year there and that was his first year back um, mm -hmm. on the coaching staff. And, you know, that first year, I feel like, you know, he was trying to figure out what he was doing. Um, you know, he's fresh off of playing professional basketball and, um, you know, he's trying to find his voice and then, you know, getting a chance to see him and talk to him and go back and, <clears throat> you know, hang out with the the teams over the last couple of years. Um, you can really see that he's, you know, he's found his voice. He knows, um, you know, who he is as a coach now. So uh, I'm excited for him. Um, I'm, you know, be honest with you. It's not the easiest. It's not, you know, the first guy after K is not, it's not the easiest job in the world. Um, but I'm excited for what John, um, will bring, you know, to our program uh, moving forward. And, um, you know, I think it's it's honestly a lot about uh, the staff around him. And, you know, I think he – They're going to have to give him a veteran, Dre. Yeah, he, he needs to bring in a veteran who's yeah. been head coach before. Yeah, he definitely needs someone is who's, Wojo, who's running right? program. Isn't Wojo the easy choice? He's unemployed. He's K's like second son, or maybe not second, but, um, <laughs> you know, ultimately – isn't Wojo the easy choice there to help John Shire? Uh, he's definitely a guy I would reach out to um, for sure. It's just I don't I don't know. It's you know it's tough to go from uh, you know running your own program to being an assistant uh, at a program, especially like at your program that you, you know, you were the assistant at for so long. So I don't know. I don't know what Wojo's, I, you know, I haven't spoken to Wojo. I don't know what his mindset is like, but he's definitely a guy I would reach out to for sure. You can't say no. If Kay asks you, Wojo, for like this year even, 
you know, or well, it won't be this year. It'll be next year. That's the one thing is Rojo could have a job for next year. Like I'm sure yeah, that's, that's what true. he's thinking. So, you know, it's probably a, a, a timing deal too, where, or you, you bring in a veteran now, you just bring in a veteran now that maybe, uh, Wojo, you create a position for him this year. Mm-hmm. He's already there. And if he doesn't get a job next year, he just slides right in and, and, and helps him. Yeah. I think the dynamic next season is going to be really interesting between Coach K and John Shire. Like, how much is this going to be uh, <laughs> yes. Coach K trying to, like, give him give, yeah. give a chance to chop him up and, and, and teach him what he needs to be able to do and kind of those final life lessons or whatever it is, and how much of this is going to be, like, Coach K trying to go out on top? You know, I, I'm sure, like, he wants nothing more than to um, end his career with uh, with another national title. So the, the dynamic between those two and how that works on the bench is something you know, I'm going to be fascinated to see. Yeah, I mean, knowing coach personally, um, it'll be mostly about trying about winning because, <laughs> uh, you know, that's just how his mind works. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you do have to kind of get John ready a little bit. But, I mean, at the same time, he is, a you know, he's an associate head coach. He's been the associate head coach for a couple of years, I think. So um, that's as it's close amazing, as you're going to get. Though. Think about this, like if, if we had talked about this like two years ago, like John Shire wasn't even in the equation. I mean, ago. even like I think you and I had a conversation about it before this year right. for this season. And yeah, I, I like didn't no I didn't have yeah, I didn't have John at the top of the list. No disrespect to John. I just thought that yeah. they get a sitting head. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's exciting. Uh so I mean his, I'm, I'm happy his for golf- I, I've known John since he was, you know, fifteen years old. So like yeah. it's cool for me to see. Yeah. John Shire, the kid, yeah, you know, become kind of the next head coach at Duke. But man, those shoes, yeah, that big is shoes, brutal, yeah. brutal to fit. I was um, texting with him like last week, asking him about his golf game. So I'm sure it's going to take another big hit uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving forward. What golf game? No more, no more rounds for John Shire. No, no. no. <laughs> Unless it's with a big booster, no yeah, chance. Maybe, yeah, maybe that. That's about it. <laughs> So, uh, so what, what does this last year look like? Like, is there any thought? So I'm thinking about this now and I'm like, Hey, Roy never got a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Is that why K did this? Did he want the farewell tour? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting timing on the announcement. Um, but I mean, it could be, you know, a situation where he didn't feel, you know, he had his mind made up and he didn't feel like, you know, they could keep that in-house for a whole season. Um, so may as well get it out on your terms. Uh, but, yeah, that, that, it'll definitely be a, a crazy farewell tour. Um, I'm sure he'll get – I don't know, though, because, every you know, like people hate him. So I wonder how – Yeah, but he like, likes – I wonder how the last game at Carolina will be. Oh, um, it, it sucks that it wasn't Roy and Kay like yeah oh, like yeah they do it together yeah that would have been that would have been super cool yeah um, and, and part of the thing I always felt and I always heard this was Kay wanted to leave making sure his record will be out of reach nobody will have a chance of catching his record for the wins record oh yeah and he's doing that now because. Again, like Bayheim lost all those games. So yeah, Bayheim. Yeah, right. The, Who's going to catch it? Bayheim. Yeah, he's putting. No, it I mean it's, it's. Uh, I mean, if you think about it, it's insane. You know, to win a thousand plus games as a uh, 
as a college basketball coach. And, you know, like most of those at the same place, I just don't, I mean, I don't know how you could uh, emulate that just the way things work nowadays. Um, Especially if you look at how his tenure at Duke started, you know, Mm -hmm. this year, I mean, in this day and age, he'd have been fired um, after those first couple of years. So um, yeah, it's an amazing accomplishment and, he definitely deserves his flowers. I got to run, guys. I got to grab this. All right. All right. Well, Dre, let's. Uh, we can end it with this as as Goodman jumps off and and um, ditches us. Who do you who do you think he's answering the, the like who's calling him right now? Who do you think it is? Is this Celtics? Is this Duke? Like it's been it's been kind of a wild sports day today. I know, right? It's been nuts. Like Celtics shake up, uh, coaches retiring. What do you mean? Who's calling him? Yeah, who, who do you think it is? What what news is he breaking now? Is this Jim Bayhunter? Oh, Bay Hunter Hunter oh yeah. yeah. You're gonna crazy. It's something, man. Like that's there. that's where that's Goodman is how I found out. Um, his tweet, man. Like he's is he he's like the woge of college basketball. He's just <laughs> yeah. It's probably if he if he had to run like that, it's probably some huge news and Bayheim's taking the Celtics job or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just glad. I'm just glad that Duke is putting out that it's going to be John Shire, so that we don't have to have. Weeks or a year of yeah speculation. Is, is it going to be Brad Stevens? Is he going? I know, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I well, we're lucky. We're lucky that um this broke after the Celtics news broke because there mm-hmm. would have been nothing but speculation on Brad Stevens if it was Coach K's retiring first, and then the rumors about the shakeup in the Celtics. It it would have been just it would have been a mess. But um. That Celtics news is interesting, though. I yeah. wonder. I so, wonder who they'll hire. L- l- let me ask you this, Dre. So you're you you played for the program, obviously. You're still connected to the program because you host a podcast about the Duke basketball program. Are you? Is this the move that you wanted to see? Like, if you were if you were the one that was making this decision, would it be John that you would have gone after? Would it have been someone else? You know, we we talked about this plenty. There was no perfect fit, and to me, it just always seemed like. The natural progression would be okay. You got this associate head coach that's right there. You might as well give him a chance, right? I mean, yeah, it's interesting because I think it could have been. I think it's just it was just a timing thing, like because it could have been any of the guys who are associate heads for a long time. You know, if it was this happened ten years ago, it probably would have been you know Woj or CC, you know, because they were uh, associate heads. Um, it had been there for a long time. So I think it was just a matter of timing. And, um, you know, obviously coach had a big, a big say in it. And he has been around John for the last, I guess, eight or nine years now, something like that. And he feels like he's, you know, ready to take over. And so, you know, how do you say, (laughs) how do you say no? How do you say, no, let's go in a different direction. Um, you know, the guy who's been running the program for 40 plus years thinks, John can take over and run it. So, uh, you know, I have faith in 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 his opinion, and um, I know John will do the best that he can. And I mean, I'm honestly excited. I'm excited to see, um, you know, what pro- what direction John takes the program. Yeah, I'm I'm just happy for him. You know, like I yeah. said, he, he's he's one of the nicest people on the planet. Absolutely, and for sure. It's nice to see good things happen to good people. Yeah. And um, yeah, he'll get a little bit of a uh, a raise in pay, <laughs> which will be nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it is exciting, man. I mean, it's it's uh, kind of like Goodman said, man. It's bittersweet. Um, 
you know, in best era ever coming to a close, but then, um, you know, hopefully starting another great chapter in the history of Duke basketball with John at the helm. One thing I do think will be interesting is to see how he decides to start building the program moving forward. Is he going to continue trying to get uh, all these one and dones and build recruiting classes like the one that you have coming in this season? Is it going to be something where they really go heavy into the transfer market? Is it going to be something where they go back to looking for a lot of guys that are kind of in that like top 50 range that you can expect to be in school for three or four years? I, I, I wonder what uh, what John's game plan is going to end up being. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting because like uh, like, you know, people say things like that a lot in, on like Twitter. And stuff. Oh, stop recruiting one and done. And it's I don't know. It's like, what what do you do then? You know, if you're at, if you're at a Duke, do you, do you not recruit the best guys? You know what I mean? Do you say, oh, man, Zion, thanks, but no thanks. You know, like, how do you say? You know, a guy like Zion, you know Zion or RJ or Jason Tatum is like, hey, I want to come to Duke. And you're like, no, nah, we're good. You know, you only be here a year. Like, I don't know how. You know, you can't turn those guys away. And you know, if you look back at it, like, you know, if Grant Hill was coming to Duke in 2021, he's a one and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, <laughs> so it's I don't know if we're recruiting different kind of guys. It's just a different day and age. And um, even with this past year's uh, recruiting class, you know, you got a guy like, um, you know, Henry Coleman, who wasn't, you know, wasn't a five star, but, you know, he transfers out. Same with uh, Dray- Jamin, uh-huh. you know, he transfers out. Even, um, you know, like DJ Stewart is projected like late second round and he leaves. So, you know, it's like, what what can you, what do you do uh, if, Especially how, you know, the transfer portal is, it's like it's free agency. So it's no real downside to transferring. So it's I mean, I think it's just it's difficult for all coaches like the transfer portal is just full of kids. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think it's it's just a different time. Man, and you got to figure out how to, you know, put program, put a program together and keep it together because, um, you know, you need that experience to really get deep in the tournament and win win games. And that's probably part of the reason why Coach K is making the decision that he's making now. You know, the, the sport of college basketball is going to be very different in completely the next different five to ten years between yeah. NIL stuff and transfer stuff and and all of it. And you know, this as, as the saying goes, you don't want to teach an old dog new tricks, right? So if he's if he's going to have to change everything that he does and the way that he does it, does it make sense to? Throw yourself into that when you know that look, you're 75 years old. There, there's there's a you know that you're you're coming up on the end of your uh working life. Yeah. Um, if that makes sense. So uh, I'm I'm not surprised to see it happen. I think it happened a little bit quicker, and like you mentioned, it really sucks that we don't get that last uh Roy Williams against Coach K matchup because that was yeah, it's like we didn't know it was like the last one we got, there were no fans in the arena. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it stinks. I mean, maybe like you know, maybe Hubert can step aside and just let Co- uh, <laughs> let Roy come back for for two games, one at Chapel Hill and one at Cameron. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, it is a new day and age is coming in college and athletics in general. Um, I think you'll you'll see a lot of um, like the older guard of ads and coaches, um, football and basketball. Uh, kind of stepping out of the way and, you know, letting uh, new younger people come in and, and deal with all the <clears throat> all the just new stuff 
you know, with you know, because NIL is is going to be uh, kind of wild and you know, with the transfer portal and everything like that. Yeah, I think there will be a lot of older coaches who are just like, I don't, you know, I, you know, I was teetering on, you know, retirement and, you know, with all this new legislation and stuff coming through, I was just, you know, pass the reins to to someone a little bit younger to deal with. Right, right. Well, listen, Dre, I'm going to let you get out of here. Um, I want to end it with this, though. What, what do you... What are you looking forward to the most for this next season? And what do you think can be maybe like an indicator for the future? Like what if we're looking out for one thing to kind of tell us what Duke basketball is going to look like under John Shire, what should we be looking out for next season? Uh, I mean, I think one thing would probably be to keep an eye on like how recruiting is going. You know, if we're, you know, we're losing battles that we usually win, um, or, you know, if we're continuing to win those battles or, or be, you know, relevant um, as far as recruiting goes. I mean, I think that's important. Um, yeah. And I mean, I'm honestly just interested to see how how the dynamics work, um, you know, how much more, you know, John is involved in the huddles, how much more he's talking. Um, you know, he's not a huge, you know, talker, yeller. That's not really um, his MO. So it'll be interesting to see if he feels like he needs to like change the way he is or, you know, if he sticks to, you know, what works for him. So, um, yeah, I'll definitely be, be tuned in on those sidelines. They need a, a sideline cam or something like that for all these <laughs> games. <laughs> I, I just, I think he needs to work on his angry face, you know, coach K <laughs> he's got his angry face, man. It's scary. Yeah. He's like, John, no, like John, he looks like he's 12 years old, man. I don't know. How yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I know. He's looked the same since I've known him. Uh, yeah, man, it'll be interesting. Um, John also has to work on, uh, you know, make sure he keeps the perception that he's like super nice to all the guys. Because as the funniest thing, I would go home and talk to like aunts and uncles and they'd be like, does he ever, you know, does Coach K ever curse at you guys? He seems like he's so nice. And I'm like, <laughs> what <laughs> like how how are you guys seeing that on tv um so yeah he's he's got to figure that trick out too <laughs> all right well dre listen uh this has been fun i'm glad we were able to jump on um real quick everybody if you're still listening please rate review subscribe to these podcasts anywhere that you get podcasts for absolutely free yep. and uh, i guess this is now the john shire podcast huh yeah i gotta get him back on now i mean he might be too yeah. big time for me now we'll, we'll see that'll be the determining <laughs> factor if he's still nice guy john shire yeah exactly we can get him back 